0: It's funny you say that podcast. Yay! Welcome to the re-record of episode 10 of It's Funny You'd Say That podcast. Um, I am your host, Travis. Now, why is it a re-record? Let me explain. I recorded an episode last night, and I did not like it. Um, Here's the funny thing, though. Like, I I felt it the whole time I was recording. It just... Felt like I shouldn't be recording but it's like I wanted to record so it was so fucking frustrating because it's like I really wanted to do an episode but every little thing was like hey man you shouldn't be doing an episode because you sound like an asshole who's bitter and tired right now um I was so tired last night I'm exhausted right now I uh, I didn't feel great today um I uh, I feel like I've been off and on sick for the last week, and uh, it has not been fun for me, and so yeah, so I recorded this podcast last night, um, I even listened to it again last night, and I honest to God think I was dozing off while I was listening to it, because in my head, I'm like, oh man, it actually was pretty good, like, you know, it's a little off the cuff, and just kind of, you know, everything I do is off the cuff, uh, but it was I don't even know what I was thinking um, to justify that it was a good podcast. I made the um, the artwork cover for it, and I thought it was funny because it had to do with my prostate exam. Um, if you caught if you caught what I put on there, like it was that um, yeah, doesn't matter because I might do it for this one too, uh, and hope that people get the joke. Tori got the joke immediately. Um, and she thought it was funny and so did I, but the, uh, the podcast itself, I listened to it on my way to work today, sucked, it sucked so bad, it was fucking horrible, um, the first two episodes I've done of this podcast, I don't like either, but they're at least digestible, this shit was just like... Me sounding like a grumpy asshole, and uh, it was not great. Uh, yeah, I don't know how fast people got around to listening to it if anyone else listened to it besides Tori. Um, because I asked her to listen to it like right away after I listened to it, and she's like, Yeah, this one's a tough one, and I'm like, Yeah, so I just deleted it and said, Fuck it, I'm gonna just re record when I feel like re recording. Um, that happens to me right now. <sighs> I'm apparently always tired because I yawn on every one of these fucking podcasts. Um, so yeah, let's go back to this. I was, uh, I f- I've been feeling sick. I felt horrible at work earlier. Um, I was up in the air on a picker and thank God I was strapped in cause I was getting like some vertigo and I'm, I mean, we're at least 35 feet up in the air. Um, and it was just horrible. Uh, I just felt terrible. I felt a little better when I got home, but I still kind of feel sick right now. Um, Yesterday, I had gone into the urgent care uh, because of abdominal pain that I was having. Uh, I, for the last couple months, have had this like dull feeling in my abdomen. Um, Whenever like my bladder's full, it. Like is extremely uncomfortable. And that's just not something I'm used to. Um, and I just assumed because I'm 33. This is just what getting old feels like. I realized that I should probably go in and get checked. Because I had this like pain out of nowhere uh, that showed up uh, that night at work. And it literally felt like you took dough to make a pizza and you were squishing the dough and you know mushing it all together that's what it felt like inside my abdomen and uh it was a nine out of ten on the pain scale not a ten because I didn't drop to my knees but it was brutal and uh so yeah so I went in and had them do a bunch of things we did a piss test Um, no infections, Uh, everything came back good, we did a blood test, for me being extremely overweight, there is nothing wrong with me, (laughs) I don't have high cholesterol, I mean the only thing that is high really is my blood pressure, and it's not even super high, like it's, it's high enough to where it's like, hey man, you need to watch it a little bit, but it's a little ridiculous that I'm this fucking heavy, and every time they've done one of these blood tests, I expect a bunch of shit to come back, and apparently, minus my weight, which is a huge issue, uh, but minus my weight, I'm perfectly healthy, and yeah, if I just get the weight out of control. um, so yeah, so they did the blood test, and then, uh, I also did a physical, um, and she, she didn't do the normal physical that I remember when I was a kid, like when you go get your physical every year for baseball or football or whatever. Um, uh, I never played football, but just baseball. Uh, but where they like behind your nuts or whatever, you know, your balls, sorry, correct term, testicles behind your testicles. Uh, and you know, have you cough or whatever. Um, this was more like I just dropped everything and, uh, she like pushed in four different spots and each time she pushed, she had me like tense up. Um, and uh, apparently no hernia. So, I mean, that's fucking amazing. I was really concerned about the hernia thing. Uh, that's not something I want to, I want to deal with. Um, from what I recall, they're only, are they only, can you only fix them if it's surgery? Can you fix a hernia any other way? I've never had one, so not a hundred percent sure. But that just sounds fucking awful. Um, and then I had a first. I had a first, guys. Now it wasn't on the table at first, but uh, she recommended that we do it. And if I'm comfortable with it, blah blah blah. And I said, you know what? Sure. So Travie Pie got a finger up his behind. Um, I'll be real with you. Never had anything put up there before, you know, um, not bragging, just saying, you know, six out of 10, you know, not the worst thing I've ever felt, but not great. Wouldn't, wouldn't enjoy doing it again. You know, listen, I always knew deep down in my soul that I did not like anything up my anal cavity region but it's nice to be reassured you know it's nice to you know have that little experience and I'm like you know what not for me um yeah and apparently there's nothing wrong back there either I am man if I were just fucking not hefty heft then I would just be the in fucking great shape um yeah i uh yeah I had the pr- it was really funny because the doctor was talking about like modesty and all this stuff uh because she doesn't know like she's like i i try to explain to my client or like patients not clients but patients who come in it's like listen i'm a doctor i have seen all of this before like we see tons of these things like it's not something new to us blah 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 and i told i told her i was like listen we're past modesty. I just want to know what's wrong with me. Like, I don't care, you know, do what you got to do and uh, we'll figure it out. Um, you know, I tell you if, uh, if I was into that, that lovely doctor would have given Travi pie a nice little treat because when she stuck her finger in there, she swirled it around like she was frothing milk. Yeah. Frothing milk. Um, that's a great image. huh? you welk um but yeah it uh yeah i'm glad i got it done though because part of me was always concerned that i fucking you know have like a prostate cancer or something i know that you would need more than just a finger in your butt to tell you that um but that's one way they can detect it and apparently you know prostates some move. so uh you know hey bragging about that so uh yeah uh, so yesterday was fun, and I have an x-ray on Friday, and apparently I'm supposed to drink some shit uh, three hours before, and I made my appointment at 8.40, so I have to go tomorrow, pick up the drink, uh, drink that at 5.30, 5.40 in the morning, and then uh, Tori said it's to make your insides glow? And I don't know if I'm gullible and just believe that or if it's accurate. Because I they legitimately didn't tell me what it does. But when she said that, I was like, huh. In my head, I'm like, she could be fucking with me right now. And I feel like she is. But that could also make sense. So I guess this is where we're at to where Travi's going to play silly. Um pfft. Uh yeah, so I have that, and uh, hopefully I get some answers, man. Um, because part of me was wondering if I was just sore because I've been I worked out so hard last week, and I've been doing sit ups on my decline bench, uh, you know, with a thirty five pound uh, kettlebell, and I'll just hold it up to my chin, you know, nice and snug, and do you know sets of eight or sets of ten um, sit ups, and I just assumed that I was really sore. But that doesn't explain the last two months of this, like, weird feeling I felt down there. So I'm just concerned something is wrong. But I'm also concerned I'm going to get fucking, like, you know, rack up this fucking hospital bills. um, Doctor bills or whatever. And I'm going to have no answers. Just fucking nothing. Because that'll be really great, huh? Um, You know what's nice about taking piss tests? And I know this one wasn't to determine, hey, do you do drugs? But it's really nice when you don't fucking do drugs and you have to take piss tests. Because when I took this, it's like I know it was going to come back saying I didn't do drugs. So I was just like, that's right. And uh, my boss made a comment. Also, if I sound more nasally than normal, I'm sorry. I'm a little stuffy. Um, But anyway, uh, my boss was bringing up that he's like, yeah, we never have you guys going for any randoms. Um Part of me is thinking that they're concerned will fail them. And uh, I had told him, I was like, I went in. he's like, when did you go in? I was like, "Uh, right before, you know, the old supervisor left. Um, Like a year and a half ago, um, I went in for uh, a random. And uh, I was like, and obviously passed. I don't do drugs. So it's just funny because I was thinking about this the other day. My friends used to do drugs in high school and after high school and everything. And... Uh, The guy I used to work with, um, I remember this specifically. Uh, There were friends of mine that wouldn't party with me uh, when they were planning on doing fucking hard drugs. And trust me, I'm vocal. I would have just fucking left because I don't want to be around that shit. Also, got a felony, so don't want to be around cocaine. Um, And... I remember that uh, one of my friends, we were all in a group, and one of my friends brought up to another friend, uh, the guy I used to work with, that he's like, yeah, and we uh, found that baggie of stuff last night and smoked it, and he was like shushing him around me because he didn't want me to know that uh, they had just fucking done something, and I think it's mainly because he probably was hiding it from his wife and was afraid I would tell his wife, because he was um, not doing drugs because he had done drugs before and he stopped doing them and eventually he relapsed and his wife actually got pretty heavy into drugs it's very fucking sad Um, it's really sad when you feel like you can't do anything for people you know Um, and I part of me thinks that that's why you know they fucking hide the fact that they're doing it. I don't even think it's necessarily like shame. I think it's just because they're concerned that I'm going to say something to them because I don't, you know, bite my tongue. Um, yeah, it's just that's just it's so fucking sad. Um, I, you know, I don't. I, the, the gal in the group there, um, I don't think she's gotten better, um, but I think the guy did. Which uh, which would be really great, but uh, you know what? That's a bummer. So let's move on. Um, yeah, you know, um, on my other episode before I deleted it, I was thinking, or I was talking about, um, very poorly. I did not communicate how I wanted to say this. I was talking about something I used to do that I had actually heard on uh from on a podcast from Adam Carolla. Uh, He had talked about this, and it's great advice. It really is great advice. Um, Like when you're not feeling well, like mentally or you're just unhappy, it's okay to feel that way. But it's also beneficial if someone goes, hey, how are you doing? You don't, you know, be a bummer about it. You just kind of go, I'm good. Yeah, like you don't have to say I'm great or anything like that. You just go, I'm good. That's it. And here's the thing is I know this firsthand, okay, because it worked for me. Now, it might not work for everybody, but it did work for me. If you continue to do that, your first reaction is always going to be, I'm good. Even when you're not good, it's going to be, I'm good. And uh, eventually, you kind of just start to believe it too. It's almost like you can trick the world by lying to yourself, and it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just, it, it was really great advice that, uh, that worked for me and I was really happy with it. Um, because it, you know, it. although I trailed away from it because here's the thing about this, when you're really depressed, sometimes you want to feel that shit, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to just brush it under the rug. You want to feel every bit of your depression. So when people would ask me how I am, I'm just like, ugh. Like, give a little fucking, like, just annoying response. And, you know, I just, that's what I eventually started doing. And here's the problem with that, is eventually that became my go-to. I was just like, ugh, you know. Or this guy at work, he's always like, How you doing, Travis? I'm like, shut up, Tony. And uh, even when I'm not in a bad mood um, and I try to check myself a little bit, but I call him Tony too many words because he (laughs) refuses to simplify anything he says. So his nickname at work is Tony too many words. So every time he tries to talk to me about something, I'm like, it's like as few words as possible. Give me the short version um also he'll tell me a story that he's acting like it's the first time he's told and it's like really dramatic and so he'll start it and i'll go "Ah, ah, 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 how many times have you told this today and he'll always go three or four and i'm like okay go ahead um i I tell him i was like i just want to make sure i'm getting the polished version you know what i mean make sure you hit those punch lines hard um but yeah uh (laughs) that wasn't even the point of what i was fucking talking about um you know, it's okay to pretend you're okay, is basically what I'm getting at. Um You know, feel the hurt, feel feel the happiness, feel everything. Uh it is okay. Um and it works to uh to to do that. Um so there was I I have to be delicate about how I talk about this part of, or this story, uh, it's cause something I've wanted to talk about. I just can't mention names and, um, out of respect for my wife. Uh, but there are some family members that I no longer talk to. And I've brought that up before. And I said, eventually I would talk about why I don't talk to them anymore. And this is basically the reason. So there was a guy brought into our lives, uh, by someone, um, on her side of the family and he was a drug addict, and he, you know, was not a great guy, you know, he would, you know, I'm not even going to go into what he would do, but he was not a great guy, and there was this delusion that he was a good guy, uh, mainly from the person who brought him into our lives, and uh, I get, you know, that she's, you know, oh, we'll get to that part too, Uh, but, Yeah, so I've done nothing to her family except good things. Um, I've fucking never done anything wrong to her family. And I've given them a grandchild with my wife. And, uh, yeah. Um, And this other guy kept breaking their trust, uh, kept coming over high and, you know, being a problem, basically. So there was a uh, Thanksgiving when they said he wasn't coming over and uh, we made it specifically clear that I would not be there and neither would Alistair if he was there. And uh, they're like, yeah, he's not coming. And then literally the day of they're like on the, my or Tori calls and uh, her mom's like, yeah, so he's going to be here. And she's like, oh, well then we're not coming. And she's like, What do you mean you're not coming? It's Thanksgiving. Uh, Yeah. So she basically was like, yeah, we're not going. Um, And they made me out to be the bad guy because I didn't want my fucking, he was two at the time, my two-year-old son to be around a drug addict. And they're like, he's sober, he's sober, he's sober. Even though two weeks before that he had used his money from a brand new job. Uh, to buy drugs. So wonderful. Um, and I, you know what, I'll deal with people if I need to, but you're not going to make me put my son in a position where I might have to fucking hurt somebody or he could get hurt. And if you hurt my fucking kid, it's going to be red town. You know what I mean? Travy Pie's is going to see red and it's going to be real bad for everyone, including me. And it was just not a fucking situation. I'm getting heated. You might be able to tell this, but because uh, I don't think about it thoroughly that often, it just kind of gets brought up vaguely between my wife and I. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, I wasn't about to let some fucking people um, with shitty fucking morals anyway put my goddamn fucking two-year-old son in a position where he could be hurt or something fucking terrible could happen and then i could get in fucking trouble for something horrible and it just wasn't a good position to be in and uh they decided to make all three of us well sorry me and my wife uh out to be the bad guys my wife ended up going uh she went there and you know had Thanksgiving with them, and they basically just gave her the cold fucking shoulder. And then she could tell, like, when she walks in, they were talking shit about us and everything. And, um, yeah, so they, you know, cause her parents are big on, um, forget, like, they, like God and everything, except they're not your normal, you know, God loving people. They're, you know, <sighs> Okay, well, I can't say that either, apparently. Uh I don't I don't want to fucking yeah, I don't want to push I don't want to overstep my bounds here on things my wife would be comfortable I say. Uh but they are not good Christians. Okay? They pretend they use God as a crutch and it's fucking it, it's one of the things that turns me away from religion because people use God as a crutch. And it is so fucking frustrating when people do that because I think even though I don't know if I believe in God or not, the older I get, honestly, the older I get, the more I feel like maybe there's something, um, you know, at least, you know, bigger than me. I, uh, you know, it. it's almost like I, the closer I get to my mortality, I'm like, there has to be something else after this. I mean, we're putting in all this fucking work. What, for nothing? Just to enjoy what we have here, which is a good thing. But um, it would just be a shame if there's nothing after this. You know what I mean? Um, but these are the type of people who make me hate religion so much because of the, the crutch they use. They, they, yeah. So anyway, going off on some rants. Um <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting aggravated. Can you tell? Oh, man, this is a heated subject for me, guys. Um, Because I I fucking feel so disrespected by people that I have fucking shown nothing but respect to. Um, So basically, they treated us like shit about the situation. And they couldn't understand why I wasn't happy about the situation. They couldn't understand why uh, Tori wasn't happy about the situation. They couldn't understand why I couldn't just go. Um, and then here's the fun part of the whole thing. Uh, they made me out to be the bad guy, never apologized. And I told Tori, I'm like, listen, I'm never talking to them again. I was like, they're not, I They're. I don't have to have them be a part of my life. If this is how I'm going to be treated, I have to have some goddamn self-respect for myself and allow myself to not be treated this way. And so that's what I did. I have not talked to them for 2 years. At least I don't think it was last or no no, it was uh it wasn't this last Thanksgiving, it was the Thanksgiving before, so not quite 2 years. Um but yeah, it's been that long since I've spoken to them. And I just fucking refuse. Uh, but here's the best part. The guy that they favored over the guy that's been in their life for, you know, years and years and gave them a, a beautiful grandson. And uh, I make their daughter happy. Um, uh, yeah, that the guy they favored, the drug addict, um, who kept claiming he was getting his life together. And honest to God, we only feel... Like, they were favoring him so much because they wanted to be a part of his redemption story. Like, they wanted props for him, like, getting better or, you know, whatever. And uh, fun fact, he fucking relapsed a couple days after that. No apology for me. They're, they're told Tori, they're like, we're done with him and all this shit. But they never once were like, sorry for... Us, you know, treating you poorly on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? There was no Thanksgiving? No, it wasn't a good joke. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so uh, they never apologize. I don't even know if they know to fucking apologize. That's how infuriating this is. Like, the fucking disrespect I got and Tori got. And, um... Tori, you know, still talks to him. And uh, I don't even care that Alistair goes over there because that guy's not around anymore. Um, He actually ended up killing himself. And uh, which is, you know, I'm sorry that he lost his life. Um, You know, it's it's a really unfortunate. The whole thing is an unfortunate situation. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a very heated subject for me. And, I don't know, I, uh, fuck, No, I'm, I'm losing my, I'm losing my thoughts at the end of this because it's all so frustrating, and I'm trying to kind of walk that fine line of what is okay to say and what's not okay, but I don't really want to censor what I have to say because this is my podcast, and I like being open on it, and, um, this is just part of my frustration that I'm feeling, you know, um, so, yeah, so I know I have a fucking slogan of hold a grin, not a grudge. Um, but this is just one of those things where it's almost like, is it a gr- Is it you holding a grudge um, when, you know, you feel like you've been mistreated? Like, are you supposed to go out of your way to make the situation better, even though, you know, it will most likely happen again in a different manner? And I don't like being around people who are drinking all the time. And they're always drinking. And, you know, let me tell you the last time or when I decided that I wasn't going to get drunk again. So um, I think it was before Tori was pregnant. Um, Her parents had us move in with them. Um, We were living with a friend of mine and they were having a kid. So we moved out. And her parents uh, convinced us. We were refusing to move in with them. And they convinced us it would be for the best. Um, It fucking sucked. It was not enjoyable. Um, Yeah, it was not enjoyable. And uh, the thing about me that everyone I've ever fucking lived with, my parents... (laughs) not Tori Tori's the only one because she I've never wanted to hang out with a person more than I want to hang out with Alistair and Tori like they're my favorite fucking people on earth and I have a lot of fun with them but everyone else never understood this and I would always tell people this I'm like listen I like going to my room and being alone like I require a lot of alone time to kind of have a level head like I'm I love being social and everything but I always needed alone time and my old roommates took very big offense to this. Uh, They always made snarky comments about me always being locked in the room. Um, You know, it's just, I liked being by myself. Like it allowed me to think and uh, not have to put on a fucking show that everyone always expected of me. Everyone has always expected me. And I think that's why I don't do it as much anymore, honestly, Like they expect me to put on a show for them. And, uh, you know, it like, again, my I've said this on another one. My boss does that to me um, where he's just like, hey, you're the happy one, you know, and I'm supposed to fucking make the jokes and make everyone happy around me. So it just fucking wears thin sometimes, you know, Um, but her parents also didn't like that either. I would always they had like a honeymoon suite or mother in law suite, you know, upstairs where it was like bedroom, bathroom and like a living room. Uh the only thing we were missing really was a kitchen, but we had stuff to cook on and everything. Um and we had a sink in there and everything. Um uh and stairs that led right to the door. So it was basically like having a fucking apartment upstairs uh with people who would let their cigarette smoke go all the way upstairs. Really great, cause hate that smell. Um just a fun fact, my two least favorite smells on, on the fucking planet, over dog shit. Are cigarette smoke and weed smoke. Angry. Seeing blood red. Um, Yeah. So. The night that I decided. It was I think not soon after. um, Or I think it was just right after we moved in with them. um, We were moving a fridge upstairs. So we could keep our food up there obviously. And uh, Tori was doing hair at the time. She, uh, I was, it's her stepdad. Um, her dad passed away when she was a child. Um, so yeah, it's very sad. Uh, I won't, I won't dive into that. Um, but yeah, it's her stepdad and he was drunk and he kept trying to get me to drink with him. He kept like for a couple hours, he kept trying to give me beers and I kept basically just kind of politely being like, no, no, no. Um, and the important part of that is he kept trying to get me to drink. Um, I had to pull a refrigerator upstairs by myself uh, with a hand truck because I thought he was helping me only to find out he was just drinking his beer right behind it as I was pulling it up the stairs. And, um, so Tori on her way home from work, it was dark out and, uh, yeah, uh, she got a flat tire. So she was stuck on the side of the road with a flat tire in her small ass car, um, wearing nice clothes and it was kind of muddy on the side of the road. So she calls me and I obviously drive out there to help her. Um, no problem at all. I want her to be safe and I prefer she not be the one that's underneath her fucking car jacking it up and then changing her tire on the side of the road, uh, the busy ass fucking freeway. So I went out there and uh, I kept thinking to myself, if I would have had beers with her fucking stepdad, there would have been no sober person in that fucking house to go out there and change that tire. And that was when I decided that getting drunk is not worth it. Um I just can't bring myself to get drunk anymore. Like that was I was 27? 20, 28 maybe. I don't remember. Um but yeah, I just it it hit me that like it just wasn't worth it. It's a fun thing to do when you're young. I'm sure I'll get drunk again at some point in my life. That's probably when we'll conceive our next child. We'll celebrate something. Um, But it just didn't, it just wasn't worth it. You know, Uh, it made me realize that there's a lot of situations that can occur as a father and husband where if I'm, you know, inebriated, then uh, how the hell am I gonna help them? How the hell am I gonna take care of them? So it's kind of a small sacrifice to make for, you know, the bigger picture here and uh it just you know it it just felt right to to not want to do that anymore um I was never really that big of a drinker anyway so I mean it's not like I fucking gave up a lot um yeah uh you know uh, you know maybe I'll save those other two topics for the next podcast I had a couple more things I wanted to talk about I feel like I got real heated (laughs) Um, you might hear that this sounds different again. Um, I'll eventually figure it out, man. For some reason, I'm not comfortable recording in my apartment. Like, I like being in my truck, uh, kind of enclosed. It's like I need a small space, um, that sounds better anyway, uh, because it's still kind of echoey, um, because my mic didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So, I'm going to go ahead and return that and probably buy one that's fucking twice as much. Because I want good quality. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that is going to be the episode. I really appreciate you guys coming by and listening. Please remember to follow us on Instagram. At, it's funny you'd say that, podcast um go ahead and follow fyop one of our sponsors um find your own perfection it is uh at official fyop on instagram and yeah i think that'll be it so i'm thinking i'm gonna do like two or three a week of these um just kind of when i feel like recording and when i feel like i have a few things to talk about Um, I'm still waiting to figure out getting people on here with me. Uh, I know the first one I'm going to do is probably with my wife, uh, just whenever we have the time. It might be this weekend, um, because I have fun with her on there. Um, so, and it would be kind of nice to, you know, do a, do a, do a duo, if you will. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Hey guys, I really appreciate you guys stopping by and uh taking the time to listen um don't forget to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts um and everything else so hey preach all the preach keep your nose to the ground do me true this shit hey Get busy. keep your nose to the ground do me true this shit hey